ruins, rebuild and renovate, make the community livable again. Do you see that? Make the community livable again. Somebody say that. Make the community livable again. That's what we are supposed to do as kingdom people, right? We should be known as people who can fix anything. So if there's something wrong in the city, they shouldn't call for anybody other than the church. Come on. I, I know this is far from some. See, but if you can digest that as your assignment, then you will get what's assigned to you. Right. So he says, hey, I want you guys in the city to be not. I don't want the mayor to be the fixer. I want the church to be the fixer. I don't want the police department to be the fixer. I want the church to be the fixer. I don't want Congress to be the fixer. I want the church to be the fixer. We are the ones that are going to restore the streets and make Philly livable. Come on here, somebody. Make it livable. The next scripture says, go to the next scripture for me, Yuri. It says, and I love this in First Chronicles chapter 23 and verse 28 in the Message Bible. They're going to dive into this. It says, also they were to be present for morning prayer, thanksgiving and praising God for every prayer, and at the service of the burnt offering to God. And I want to jump down to this part that I have highlighted. They were on, this is about the, the, the um, uh, uh, Joshua and them in the temple. They were on regular duty to serve God according to their assignment. You see that? You serve God. This is a point I brought out last week. I want to make sure that you understand that you are to serve God according to your assignment. The worst thing to do is for somebody to serve God in an area that's not their assignment. That's a frustrating thing. Come on. Come on. If you hate kids and you and RCC kids, man, that's a frustrating thing. If you can't smile and you agree to it and you can't, you can't even, the plastic on your face has not cracked in months. I mean, that, that's a bad, you, you can't do it. He says, you ought to serve regularly, right? So serving shouldn't be sporadic or when you feel like it. It should be regular to serve God according to your assignment. So I have a heart to help you serve God according to your assignment. What has God assigned you to do? And let's help you serve him in that capacity. Man, that's better than I'm getting a, I'm, I'm teaching better than I'm getting a man, right? Because when you do that, watch, you're going to get what's assigned to you. You're going to get what's assigned to you. So let's look at a couple real quick of um, tools, right? Tools for the builder. Let's look at some tools for the builder. The next scripture says in Psalm 68 and 19, it says, uh, blessed be the Lord who what? Daily, come on builders, daily loads us up with benefits. You see that? Yeah, that, that is real great, isn't it? The God of our salvation. So number one, I want you to write this down, that God gives you benefits as a kingdom builder. God gives you benefits as a kingdom builder. Well, I don't want to be a kingdom builder. Well, God gives you benefits when you're a kingdom builder. What does the word benefits mean? It means advantages. Expressing whatever continues to promote prosperity and personal happiness. So God wants you happy, right? There are some people, I remember uh, uh, my wife and I, we were mentoring this young lady, uh, and she was just in a rough spot. She just had a lot going on, had a couple of kids, different baby daddy, the whole story. And we're trying to help out, go back to school, get a GED. She had dropped out of school, and she enjoyed being at home collecting benefits. Y'all read in between the lines. Come on, read. Y'all know y'all from the hood. Come on, you know. She enjoyed sitting at home collecting benefits. Right? How many people know somebody like that? They just want... 
Come on, talk to me. Yes. <laughs> right, right. Collecting. Hey, 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 here it is. You try to motivate people to do better for themselves, right? Uh, you, you try to make them do better for themselves, but, but some people are just settled doing benefits, right? And, and here it is. Watch this. Some, I'm not talking about those who legitimately need. I'm not talking about those it's legitimate. It's sometimes it is really legitimate. But I'm talking about those who abuse the system. Right. When you are going, uh, even when you're going to get another job. Right. The first question that you ask is what kind of benefits comes with this job? Right. How many days do I get for vacation? You yeah, know, come on. What kind of health insurance do I get? Why? Because if you are going to work, you want to make sure there are benefits to your work. And God says, guess what? When you are in the kingdom, guess what? Every day you get benefits. Come on, Alaska, come on. He he says, in the kingdom, I give you really good benefits. Man, you get divine. You don't need a health care plan. I give you something called divine health. There's a difference from having a good, say, I got to go get my, you know, my back checked out versus God say, I am your physician. I will give you divine health. He says, I will be with you. Come on, I will protect you. Angels are around you. You have a protection plan. Come on. God blesses you. There are benefits. Look at this next scripture. Look at this next scripture real quickly. You're right, go to that next scripture for me. He says, praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Do you think God trying to tell you something here? That God says, I have benefits. Somebody say, I have benefits. Now watch this. The Lord will bless you when you decide to build in and according to his assignment. The Lord will bless you when you decide to build in and according to his assignment. God has some benefits. Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verse number 8 says, The Lord will send a blessing, watch this, on your what? Barns and on some things that you do. Am I reading that right? Thank you, Sister Gil. Somebody's awake. What am I? He, <laughs> he will send a blessing on your barns and on everything that you put your hand to. That's a benefit. Now, who else guarantees that as a believer and a kingdom builder, that everything you touch, God's going to prosper it? He says, everything you put your hands to, I'm going to bless it. He says, the Lord your God will bless you in the land that he has given you, in your assignment. How do you activate the blessing? The blessing is activated when you get in your assignments. Come on, kingdom builders. When you get into what God has called you to build, the blessing is activated. I love what this says in another version. Uh, Go to the next version. It says, uh, the Lord will guarantee a blessing. On everything you do and will fill your storehouse with grain and the Lord God will bless you in the land that he's given you. He said, I guarantee you that if you do what I'm asking you to do, I will bless you. I mean, church, come on. You have a guarantee. You have a guarantee. And you didn't have to pay extra for the guarantee. You ever go, we went to Best Buy not too long ago and they always try to upsell you on the warranty. And if you don't get the warranty, I don't know if you've ever not bought the warranty, but it normally breaks after that factory warranty when you should have got the extended warranty. Come on, y'all know what I'm talking about. The, the, the factory warranty is two years, but the extended warranty goes, you know, from two, two years to five years. And as soon as that factory warranty ends, what happens? 
something breaks and you say, I should have got that warranty. Well, God says, I guarantee a blessing on everything you do. Every business you start is going to be blessed. Come on. Every idea you have is going to be, your home is blessed, your family. I guarantee a blessing on everything you do. Who wouldn't want to be saved knowing that? Who would want to be a Christian knowing that everything I do, God said, I guarantee that as long as you line up with me, you're going to be blessed. Look at somebody and say, I'm blessed. Tell them, you sit next to somebody that's blessed. Come on, say, the blessing's on my life. Pastor Rick and I were talking last week. He said, you, gotta, you have to begin to acknowledge the favor that's on your life. You have to begin to acknowledge the favor that's on your life. If I pull up into a spot looking for a parking space, we're driving around, driving around, and I get what, that's the favor of God. Come on, somebody blesses you and says, you know, you go ahead and go for it. That's the favor of God. I was, I was pulling into the supermarket the other day, and it was this great, perfect parking spot. But there was a cart, and it was pouring rain in the parking spot. You know what I'm talking about? And you're like, either I can pull somewhere, get out, move it. I said, oh, man, a guy came out of nowhere and said, hold on, move it for me. And I said, that's the favor of God. See, it's those simple things. That you have to recognize as what? The favor of God. So this week when God shows up, I want you to say, that's the favor of God. Because it will make you what? Favor conscious. And you'll begin to recognize that, man, I really am blessed. Man, God's favor is really on my life. I don't care if it's something so small. If you get a discount, you're going to pay for something. And they say, hey, there's 10% off today and you didn't know it. I want you to say, that's the favor of God. That's the favor of God. Look at the scripture. The next scripture says this in Deuteronomy 11 and 21. He says, so that as long as there is a sky above the earth, you and your children would enjoy the what? The good life. He says, watch this. This blessing is not just for you, but it's for you and your family. Gosh. It's for you and your children. He says, hey, as long as there's a sky, as long as I get up in the morning and I look up and I see a sky, I know that not only am I going to be blessed, but my children are going to be blessed. He says that God has a good life. The Amplified says the prearranged good life. So God does not want you to be oppressed, depressed, unhappy. Come on. He wants you to enjoy the, did you know the Bible has good life in it? You should be living the good life. I want everybody at Ruach City Church living the good life. I have a whole, it'll make my job so much easier if you start living the good life. I have a happy church to pastor if you start living the good life, right? You and your children would enjoy the good life awaiting, here it goes, in the land that the Lord has promised you where. The good life is waiting for you in your assignment. Somebody say, in my assignment. Come on, say, in my assignment. So somebody say, I received the good life. Y'all don't sound like y'all want the good life. Come on, say, I received the good life. You're going to be so much happier when you get into the good life. I want you to just write this down. You are a conduit of the blessing. Point number three, you are a conduit of the blessing. Look at the scripture in Genesis. Genesis chapter 12. You're right, go to Genesis chapter 12 for me. He says this, chapter 12, verse 1. The Lord said to Abraham, leave your country, your family, and your relatives. Man, that's a tough, that's a tough ask. 
leave your country, your family, and your relatives. And he says, and go to the land. And do what? Go to your assignment. Sometimes going to your assignment means leaving somebody. Come on, y'all are quiet. You're quiet. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Sometimes you got to leave some folks in order to go into something that God has for you. He said, leave your family, leave your countrymen, leave your relatives, and go into the land that I will show you. I will bless you. I will bless you. I will bless you. I will bless you. Come on. I will bless you. I will bless you. I'm trying to get to your point. I will bless you if you obey. I will bless you and make your descendants into a great nation, you and your children. Watch this. You will become famous. The blessing is going to make you famous. Not your handsome look. I got some beautiful looking people here today. But he says what's going to make you famous is the blessing. I want to make sure that I'm famous because people see me as blessed. I will make you famous. Not you, right? You become, I will do it and be a blessing to others. I will bless anyone who blesses you. Tell somebody I'm good soil. Come on, tell, tell them, I'm, I'm good soil. When you bless me, God going to bless you. But I will put a curse on anyone who puts a curse on you. It's dangerous to speak against me as a child of God. Come on. You better off keeping your mouth quiet. Come on, than to speak against a child of God. It's dangerous. He says, everyone on earth, I love this here, this is for you. Everyone on earth will be blessed because of you. God, do you see that? Now, he's talking to one man, and now you are saved through Christ Jesus. That means, watch this, that the blessing in you has earth blessing capacity. Gosh. Earth blessing capacity. That, yeah, you got the power. That, that, that means that in me is the blessing, and I have the ability to bless the entire earth. That's a lot of blessing. So the enemy does not want you to know how powerful you are. He wants you to think, you just come into church. I'm just Brother Jojo. That's all I am. God bless you. Come do my church and go home and that's it. And just go to my nine to five. No, 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 no. He says in you is the, abl- is the ability to bless the entire earth. That's a lot of blessing in you. So who are you going to bless this week? Who can you be a blessing to this week? Come on. Thank you. Who can you be a blessing? You got to believe this. You got to believe that in you. That's the only thing that would make me crazy enough to move the Philly because I know in me is the ability to bless cities and nations. Come on. You have the capacity to be a blessing. You're a conduit of the blessing. Genesis 18 says this. Should I hide? I love this. Watch this, and I'm almost there. Should I hide my plan from Abraham? God does not want you to be blind concerning what he has for you. You know, we always think that. You just got to, you know, there's the point you got to trust. But I know what God has for RCC, and even knowing takes a lot of faith to walk in the knowing. Does Does that make sense to anybody? You know God has great things for you, but even knowing that, it takes a lot of faith to walk in the knowing. Now, imagine you not knowing the plan of God. That makes it even almost impossible. So God says, yeah, it's going to take faith for you to walk out what I have for you, but I want you to know what I have for you. Come on, does that make sense to you? 
He says, I don't want you ignorant of what I have for you because I need you to use your faith to stay in so you can walk in what I have for you. So number one, God wants you to be cognizant of his plan for your life. He says, watch it, and the Lord acts for Abraham will certainly become a great and mighty nation and all the nations of the earth will be blessed, how? Through him. So we're going to bless people in the city of Philadelphia through RCC. Amen? Look at these two scriptures real quickly. And what does conduit means? Conduit means a pipe for the conveyance of something. So God said, I'm going to use you to funnel the blessing. I want you to write this last thing down. God's blessing of favor lasts for a lifetime. You have a lifetime guarantee of the blessing and the favor of God in your life. He says, you are pleased. Man, y'all, y'all too excited for me, I tell you. I, I, can't take, I can't take the excitement of being blessed. You're just so blessed. You just can't. You're speechless. I know. He says, you are pleased. This is about God. God says, watch this. He is pleased to bless you. Isn't that good to know? That God doesn't reluctantly bless you. He is pleased to bless you. He can't wait to open up the blessing on your life. He can't wait to increase you. Are you hearing me? God is pleased. Say, God is pleased to bless me. The enemy wants you to feel condemned. Like you don't deserve the blessing. Come on. You deserve the blessing. And you got to tell yourself, I deserve to be blessed. I deserve to receive everything God has for me. I deserve to walk in the fullness of God. He is pleased to bless me. God wants my business to prosper. God wants me to be in no debt. God wants me to be happy. He wants my body healed. He wants my family happy. He wants my kids saved. God is pleased to bless me. He says this, God is pleased to to bless the house of your servant. May your pleasure continue forever. God, since you enjoy blessing me, I pray you stay happy. If blessing me makes you happy, may God be happy forever. Come on, did you get that? Come on, did you get that? If blessing me makes you glad, may you be glad forever. In other words, God, keep on blessing me. Keep on increasing me. If that's what makes you glad, may you be happy forever. Because as long as I'm breathing, I want to walk in the blessing. For you, for your, for you eternal, have blessed And will bless for how long? Forever. So how long is this blessing on your life, Brother Barry? Forever. How long is on your your life, Mike? Forever. You are blessed forever. As long as you stay in in the promises of God, the curse cannot touch you. You are blessed. Man, if you, once you take this into your heart and your spirit, it's going to change your life forever. To know that I am blessed forever. And God loves to bless me. And I love giving him an opportunity to bless me. I love making space and room for him to bless me. Come on. I enjoy God blessing me. Look at this next scripture real quickly. Two more scriptures. For this, for his anger lasts only for a moment. But his what? His favor lasts for a lifetime. Do you see that? His favor lasts for a lifetime. Thank God his anger is only for a little while. I'm glad that. You know, I don't always do what's right, and God only gets angry with me for a little while. But his favor is stronger than his anger. Do you see that? His favor, we're quick to understand God's anger, but how many people understand God's favor? He says his anger is just for a second, but his favor lasts for, for a lifetime. 
He says, and here's our favorite. You know, we, we like to preach this part. Weeping man. You know, you know, people preach that part. You know, that I can get revved up if you I can do all that, but you know, I'm trying to give you some substance here, right? Rob's gonna help me tune up up here, right? Weeping may <laughs> weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. Right? Joy comes in the morning. Last scripture. Last scripture. <laughs> Here it is. This, is. this is what it all sums down to. And we're going to pray after this. The good influence of godly citizens causes a city to prosper. The good influence of godly citizens. So when we go back to being a kingdom builder, what's the greatest way that I can build the kingdom in the city of Philadelphia? For me to be an influence in the city. That makes sense to you? Is that, is that a good scripture? Come on. The good influence of the godly citizens. So when you begin to do things that are loving to people, when you begin to share the love of Christ, your good influence as a godly citizen makes the city better. Are you hearing me? The last part of that says, but the moral decay of the wicked drives it downhill. So when wicked people are in control and wicked people live their lives throughout the city, it drives the city down. But when the righteous people are in the city and they show the righteousness of God, it gets better. So that's why we're doing this, what? This is the year of generosity. We want our city to be better and our communities to be livable again. We have to show the good influence of godly citizens in the city of Philadelphia. We have to show the love of Christ. Not just come to church, that's one part, to get empowered. But then he wants us to show the love of Christ. And when you do that, guess what? The favor of God gets released on your life. I want you to close your Bibles and stand to your feet. Because you're going to activate this blessing today. Because you are super blessed and you are super favored. You are so full of favor that you have not just enough for you and your family, but you have enough to bless the whole earth. That's a lot of favor. Jesus, didn't need, Jesus only needed 12 disciples around him to really do some serious damage. You think about that, just 12. You are more than enough. All you have to do is get into your assignment, and God begins to release the favor on your life. So I want you just right where you are, just begin to lift those hands and just ask God, God, I thank you for releasing the favor in and through my life. Let the favor of God begin to flow through me, out of me, in me, that I can be a blessing to somebody else. Come on, help me to be generous. Help me to be a conduit. Of the, help me to be a good, godly citizen with influence in my city. Give me wisdom on how to share your love. Give me wisdom on how to share your peace. Help me not to murmur and complain and produce that kind of environment around my coworkers, but help me always to say kind things. Help me always to find a way to speak life even when there's trouble around me. Help me to speak life. Because I am a kingdom builder. I don't want to plant thorns and thistles. I want to plant gardens. 
I am a kingdom builder. You put me in places that are in ruins so I can make it beautiful. I am a kingdom builder. You put me in cities that have streets that are unlivable so that they can become livable again. I am a kingdom builder. You give me ideas and witty inventions that will make the city better because I am a kingdom builder. We thank you for anointing our hands and our mouths, our hearts and our minds to be kingdom builders. Come on, I just see fresh oil being poured on you today. As you worship him, fresh oil of a kingdom builder is being released on your life today. This shall be a week where you shall say, that is the favor of God. As you receive the word of your assignment, you're going to be places and God's just going to begin to show you how blessed you really are. And you'll be able to identify and say, that is the favor, the favor of God. Where the enemy's been trying to show you and make you think that God is not on your side, this week God's going to begin to pull back the veil and let you see just really how blessed you are. God says, when you begin to identify my favor, I'll begin to extend your territory. I'll begin to assign to you. God had assigned talents to these gentlemen. And he tells the parable of the man giving the talents to the gentleman and the rich ruler going away. And when he comes back, he asks them, what did you do with what I gave you? Man, there were those who ripped it out and says, hey, I, I, I doubled what you gave me or I tripled what you gave me. But there was this one person, this one man who says, I saved what you gave me. And he didn't do anything with it. And the Bible says the rich man took it away from him and gave it to the one who produced 10 because he knew how to use what he had to bring a difference. God has given everyone in this room something great in order to change somebody's life for the better. I have a question for you today. What do you have in your hand? What gift, what talent, what skill, what ability has God given you in order to be a kingdom builder? What are you doing with what he gave you to be a kingdom builder? I want you just to lift those hands for a moment. As Rob just sang the verse of that song, I just want to just worship for a minute. Just as you worship, just ask God to release the blessing. Let the blessing be upon me. God, anoint my hands and my mouth with the blessing. You give life. You are love. your breath 
Listen, I want to do this, and I want to give you opportunity. Ray, can you just give Rick the, the baby a little sit down? Just come up for a second. Come on, just worship for a minute. We're going to let you go. Listen, I want to pray for the both of you. We're going to pray for the both of you. And uh, she's the best thing that has ever happened to you. <laughs> You're the best thing that ever happened to him. And this week I was praying for the both of you. And I told you a couple of weeks ago that I saw the Lord told me that he was making you landlords. And God was transferring transferring territory into your possession and God said you're about to enter a season where things are just going to be given and transferred and given and transferred and given and transferred and God's going to begin to increase your territory and your capacity and I hear the Lord said you're going to become an example to many of what God can and what God will do in a surrendered life and God said get ready because I'm expanding your territory and your borders. And I'm even downloading supernatural understanding in business that goes beyond what your education is or what you know. He said, I'm giving you supernatural insight. And God said, you are going to be a blessing. I'm going to bless you so you can be the conduit to bless, to bless. While people are sowing money, you'll sow houses. While people are sowing money, you'll sow cars. While people are sowing money, you'll sow businesses. God said, I'm bringing you into a supernatural season. I want everybody to begin to praise God for them. Praise God for their blessing. Praise God as we pray. Father, we thank you.